Wonder Arcade Couch, the best place to chill with friends to get your gaming goodness every Monday. Joining me on the couch this week, Asher Hodler. Hey, John. Excited to be here to talk about Xbox. Yeah. That's a lie. You're not actually. Um, I'll see you here, Kieran Marchant. World first podcast opinion. Hi, guys. How are you? How are you going? Yeah, good. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. not to burst your bubble, but... Whoa! <laughs> podcasts are all opinions, so... <laughs> what a... Auto exclusive. Well, what a... this is an exclusive. You've got my opinion about the Xbox show. Oh, that's true. On okay. our podcast. That's that's okay. what I meant. That's you know. Sometimes with these slogans at the start of things, you've got to dive a bit deeper to find out what they actually yeah. mean. You know, yeah. you just gotta you know, really get past yeah. the jargon. Okay, yeah. let's <laughs> ne- really need to think it through. <laughs> really <laughs> need to oh. <laughs> All right, so let's let's just get into it. Obviously, the big thing on the show this week is the Xbox. Uh, what they actually called they just called it the Xbox Showcase, I think. Um, where they were, this was their big event. Uh, we'd known about it for some time. We're building up to it. Um, originally, it was being you know touted like a month or so ago as their big first party event. You know, this is where all the first party games are going to be. We they had the one about 2 months ago, the third party event, but that didn't wasn't really their next gen event. This was supposed to be their big <laughs> next gen barbecue party. It's all about family, pasta chicken, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, RIP. It was supposed to be amazing. Um and maybe it was for some people, but let's start with uh, everyone's opinions before we, you know, do the rundown of the games and so on and so forth. Kieran, what are your overall thoughts? And out of a uh, explosion network review scale, what would you give it? Um, I'd go with a seven. I thought it was for me. It felt really. It was kind of front heavy in terms of like announcements and stuff that. I found super interesting. Like the start, I found interesting. I, Do you mean Halo? I think it's a, yeah, Halo and <laughs> a couple of the games that led in that after that point. Um, I think it's an interesting decision to lead with Halo when your plan is to close out with Fable, but Fable's thing is like a twenty-second teaser. It's like it, it's just, it's just I, it's a bit weird. I thought that, you know you could have. I guess you're trying to get out the gates quickly with, okay, everybody knows Halo's here. It's not a surprise. Let's just get out of the way with a really nice meaty kind of gameplay demo of the game. Um, but, you know, it had hits and misses. I think there was a portion in the middle there. I was a bit like, oh, where are we going? What are we doing? But I think my my perception of of the showcase, I think, is different from... You know what? If this was a PlayStation showcase, I probably would rate it lower. Not just, not wow. just because of, just throw it out just, there. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not just because, not just because. Um, Are you trying to just say because you're a Halo fan, it gets extra? No, fun. no, no, no. If this was a PlayStation, because because you would expect more from PlayStation. Your expectations so, are higher for PlayStation. Hey, the quality, the quality bar is high, but also every game would be. It would be something that would be like, oh, I'm never going to buy that. I don't care. Where I guess with all this being on Game Pass, it's like, sure, cool, fuck, okay, I can give that a try. I'll give that a try. Like, I think the Game Pass Netflix kind of, quote unquote Netflix kind of system that Microsoft's going for, um, I think kind of changes up how I view a lot of these showcases and games. Ash, go ahead. I think they did a tremendous job. Really, really great job and making me feel good about not buying Xbox uh, Series X at launch. Uh, 
That's I mean, it was it was wow. perfectly fine, but nothing was really there that like grabbed me. Obviously, Halo looks amazing. Uh, there's a couple of other little ones, but uh, uh, there wasn't a lot there really. Um, not, especially when you compare it to the PlayStation One, where they had like a lengthy Ratchet and Clank playthrough. They had a lot of lot of gameplay, and then the trailers for stuff that they were only just announcing were a lot longer and a bit more story and narrative heavy. Whereas with this, it's like, hey. Here's Fable on a screen. Oh. Hey, here's Forza Motorsports. Just look at a couple of cuts. Motorsports. Motorsports. Is that like, that's you know, two motor teams going at it? Just, no, no. That's, that's the correct pronunciation, so you don't confuse it with the last Forza Motorsport. Ah, okay. Motorsport. Motorsport. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you messed it up there, buddy. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> all over. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think they did it again with the Obsidian thing. So um, that, as well as using up time... Uh, saying, hey, guess what? This version of this game you loved on Xbox One, it's going to look really good on Xbox Series X. Um, yeah. I, I don't think they use their time perfectly. Uh, so, yeah, I'd probably give it like 6, 6.5. Um, yeah, I'd probably give this a 6. Um, I think I think that when, like when I'm reviewing this event, obviously the, the key things I'm looking at and comparing it to uh, the PlayStation thing, but I get a bit... I guess the key sort of question or subject that I'm thinking about when I'm watching this thing is like, this is a next supposed to be a next gen event. And is this doing a good job at selling their next gen video game console? Um, to which I say, not really what they, what this event uh, did a really great job at selling was game pass, but they've been doing a really good job at selling that for quite some time now. And this event's job wasn't to sell Game Pass, but the console. But it seemed more it seemed more like they were just trying to sell Game Pass. You know what I mean? So it's just, I think it's it's very weird. It's very weird when the the overall kind of and the leading man, Phil Spencer's kind of big thing is that it doesn't matter where you're playing games, it's where and but I think there were a number of games in the showcase that only had available on Xbox Series well, X. And on that PC. point, I would actually say I'm pretty sure the majority of them actually even yeah. said PC and it Xbox just, Series X only. Like I know Halo was, was obviously the big crossover one, but of them, a lot of them did, and and I think I think that's the thing where they're like they're wanting to say, hey, doesn't matter what you're buying stuff on. You can buy and play whatever you like, wherever you like. But then at the same time, the message seems to be from games. Yeah. Well, actually, we need to be on Xbox Series well, X or yeah. Well, the PC. I guess the uh, <laughs> with the the old the majority of the games that said they were only PC or Series X, they were the third party ones because that's actually what a yeah. lot of this show ended up being made up of. And when you think about actually the first party stuff, most of it, you know, like Halo, that's on everything. Fable. Don't fucking know. Uh, Hellblade, we still don't That's know if it comes at out. this stage. Yeah. Um, Forza, still don't know. Like, what? what? The, no, no, Forza, I think, no, Forza, Forza said Series no, X Forza only. listed. Forza yes, listed Series only Series X, X and PC. Yeah, so. Definitely. It's really weird how they sell up. Yeah, so I'll give it a six. I think there's a lot of cool games in here, which we will discuss when we run through them now. But as an event, it, I just... I, this had nowhere near the... Yeah wow factor and the flow and everything that playstation's the, event had it got bogged down in marketing jargon i feel like whereas the playstation there was small bits of talking heads but nothing like big like 
as much as there was in this Xbox presentation. No. Yeah. They're really shoving that smart delivery thing down your throat. Yeah. You know, PlayStation's got it and they're not saying anything about it. Yeah. I, de- I definitely, and obviously, I'm only just playing through the Halo series now. So I'm not going to pop for the the first 10 minutes of this like some people may have. Um, but even with that said, I feel like between it, it's either that or ha- uh, Fable are obviously supposed to be the big like wow moments of of, of this. But supposed to be like maybe some maybe fours are supposed to be a wow moment. No, or I don't a, think it wow, is though because it's not like, even a we wow. All know but it's like, coming. That so. looks good. Um, yeah, but that's that, that's the same as like if you're a Gran Turismo fan or PlayStation. Yeah, like, fair yeah, enough. I know it's coming, and yes, that trailer looked good. Thumbs up. Like, I don't think it's like a wow factor. Whereas I think I if think I was to compare thing things, is, I'd say Miles Morales was more of a, oh, new Spider-Man already. You know, like. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think the thing is, though, that for both of these, we had information about kind of like we, we knew Halo Infinite was going to be there in some form or another. And if you kind of read around and, and in kind of the media circles, it's like Fable's kind of an open secret that it was coming. Oh like yeah, we've known about this of, for I think yeah, five years at this point. So there was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing there that you know had that holy shit moment like Spider Man did because none of us had any idea that Mars Morales was going to be a thing. Like we didn't know that was going to be a thing. And I think Xbox loses out on some of that surprise factor from its bigger stuff because it wasn't hidden too well or it's already well known about. Yeah, if you if you um, want to compare things like like if you want to compare. And let's let's compare the big things. Let's say Fable is their they close the show of Fable. That's supposed to be their big. It's like, same as Horizon. oh my god, that's Horizon. Fable was a twenty second, thirty second teaser for something yep. that we we pretty much knew about for five years at this point because people kept putting job listings on fucking LinkedIn and all this sort of stuff that they're working on uh, RPG and stuff. Blah 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 blah. Whereas Horizon. Everyone assumed that would be coming because obviously successful new PlayStation IP, you assume they're going to make a sequel for it. However, there hasn't actually been anything leaked for it or job listings, etc. We yeah. all just assumed they would make it. And, also and when they revealed that, two-minute something trailer, way bigger. Oh. Yep. And it had depth to it. It had story. Yeah. And I think because gamers being pessimists, even though we heard these rumors that, oh, Horizon could be there, I think a lot of us still sat there and went, yeah, right. As if Horizon's going to be there. It's only been, you know, a couple years since the original was released. And then I think that pessimism talked us into being, you know, into being excited more and into letting ourselves be um, given into the surprise. It's just, yeah. I don't think Xbox had that. I think the, as you said, the indie stuff and some of the small games I was really interested in, like the smaller developer games and some of their other first parties. But, um,. Yeah, it didn't have any of that big kind of wow factor that you do want, um, which you know continues me connecting Xbox to Netflix mentally. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's, it's weird. Um, before we run through the games, I'll say that I put out a poll last night on Twitter. The final results between the options of loved it, was okay, and garbage. Uh, it's garbage one with sixty six percent of people saying that the Xbox show was garbage. In fact, Buddy Watson replied and said it's trash, but we all know you're not allowed to say that word anymore, so um, we shall just move on. All right, let's run for... I'm surprised it was that high. What? I'm not. Fuck off. (laughs) What? As if you didn't know it was going to be that high. Most people were angry by the end. 
I feel. Really? Okay. Yeah, People yeah. were angry? You know, I think like the majority, you know, gamers get angry, actually. I don't know if we're... I figured there was just a I lot guess. of, you know, a lot of our fan base is PlayStation-orientated, so they'd just be looking at it and comparing it to what they had, which they did have. You know, PlayStation did have a fantastic showcase, so... That's true. I mean, I, I voted it was okay in the own poll. Yeah, so. no, yeah. I understand you are, because <laughs> you're not... I didn't vote not, at all, so... Well, if Ashley voted... Even though he could have said it would have been sixty nine percent, you should have voted. Have, he would have. He would have put <laughs> garbage. I mean, it was sixty nine percent. I can't touch it. So yeah, it's all, it was sixty six. Yeah. You were gonna. Mm, mm. Um, all yeah. right. So uh, before you, th- there was a couple games announced in the pre show, which I wasn't was not watching. I was, I had it. Um, I was playing uh, something um on my playstation and then i had headphones on because it was basically just jeff keely doing a podcast r- it was mostly talking heads yeah yeah i was talking it so i just had my headphones on and i was playing game i wasn't really paying attention but they did announce a couple of things during that uh dragon s dragon quest 11 is coming to xbox first time dragon quest is coming to uh an xbox thing cool uh exo mecha is a game that looks like a game that's it's a game um and then you got this game called uh echo generation generation that looked pretty cool actually uh so this is from the makers of riverbond a voxy adventure game filled with some creepy music and stuff and uh jeff kelly compared it to stranger things that looked all right then they showed a trailer for cinema uh a cinematic trailer for hello neighbor 2 uh which was pretty cool um i think they showed hello neighbor 2 during the uh stream like a month or so ago i think they did that that wasn't like the official reveal i don't think I'm, i don't think it was um and then the big one that i don't really much care for but i, I know a lot of people do so i think they and announced uh ballon or ballon i'm not sure how ballon or ballon uh wonder world yeah uh which is come from sonic and knight's co-creators yuji naka and notu oshimia oshima um so people are getting really excited about that i mean Watching the trailer, it just looks like a very happy place to be, is my overall thoughts on that game. It just looked like a fun carnival world. I really did not understand what the game was, but it is a game that looks no. very happy. Well, this looks like a platformer. Yeah, sure. Um, so I like it, Gabba. Yeah, so that was the, the pre-show stuff. Um, not, nothing crazy, but... Nothing but, crazy. Uh, I think the Dragon Quest one's interesting. Obviously, Xbox, like, pushing super hard for those jrpgs and very J- japanese centric game, game pass as well game pass, on game pass on yeah well. yeah game pass. So what's that final fantasy kingdom hearts uh what was it yakuza as well so a lot of yeah yeah trying to get some of that market <laughs> i guess it's it a weed market <laughs> gotta share it <laughs> All right, so then we get into the actual show. So the show starts with Halo Infinite, as we're talking about. So it was a, I think it was like 10, 15, 10 to 15-ish minutes. Well, probably like 10, I guess. 15 is probably too long. Um, it opened with a cinematic, which was a continuation from the reveal trailer we saw a year ago, whenever it was. Um, and then it cut into actual gameplay. It's on a new Halo ring. It shows Master Chief bumping around, shooting some goons, Killing people. I, I saw people on Twitter freaking out over certain guns and stuff. And I'm, as I said, I'm only into well, second game and I don't care thing, enough. <laughs> I think, well, I think the big thing was showing that it's more of an open world and there is more objective based kind of picking your objectives. As yeah, they, they really need to explain more about that. Like, is it 
like just really big well, levels. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was like a post show where they deep dived into Halo Infinite. But yeah, they were still being coy of their words because I, I I read something and they were like, oh, you know, it's like a little bit. It is kind of open worldish, but not really. And I'm like, what are you? Tr- is, is it or is it it's, not? It's uh, like, <laughs> it's like uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. I guess maybe. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I saw people freak out was uh, Master Chief can still run and hardcore fans hate that. They want it gone away. He has a grappling hook now. Unless that was a thing. Um, so that was cool. Uh, they conf- they didn't say much. Of, they didn't say much about the multiplayer, but they did confirm that the grappling hook would be in the multiplayer. Um, it'll run at 60 frames per second. They mentioned how it's been you know, built for the Series X from the ground up. But I think that's a whole load of baloney. I'm pretty sure this game was originally being built for the Xbox One, and now they've just be- begun optimizing it for the Series X to add features like ray tracing and these sorts of things. Because uh, let's get it out of the way. It, it's it's uh, it's the the key thing, I guess. People were arguing about online. Does or does this game not look bad or good or whatever? Looks fine. I I don't think it looked great. I don't think it looked bad. I don't. It well, definitely did look bad. It didn't look like amazing next gen at the same time. Uh, but I guess people play Halo for the gameplay. And yep. So, I mean, as long as it's the gameplay is good, it's going to appease the, flan- uh, the fan base. And I mean, obviously, you're the big, the big Halo. I think it looked so. good for... A, I thought it looked fantastic for a Halo game. Like... Is that the key thing, though? Like, for a Halo... Like, that, that's the thing, <laughs> where I don't think... I don't... I, I How don't much expect- of a step up is it from 5? I think it's a decent step up from five. Like I looked at some screenshots. It looked pretty, it looked like a decent step up. from. It looks like a decent step up from five. The game, like I love even just stuff like how the warthog looks, just general kind of how master chief looks himself. Um, I think overall, I think it looks fairly good. Like I'm not, not like it's not anything that I'd be messing around in a photo mode with or taking time, just looking at (laughs) vistas and stuff like that. Like it's nothing that good, but I think it's pretty solid for Halo, and, and I don't you think don't it want needs a, to be. You don't want a photo mode where you can change Master Chief's facial expressions? <laughs> That's a low blow, actually. <laughs> it's a low blow. It's funny because he's got a mask. <laughs> it's, a, it's a helmet, but that's fine. Um, and what are your other thoughts, Kieran? Halo. Are, um, you, are you actually excited? Or would you I'm like- actually excited. I'm, I'm way more excited for this. Now, because I wasn't that excited for it going into this, I was like, "Yeah, because cool, you, you, you mentioned you don't like five much." So I don't love five. Five story was really weird and kind of, and just the overall game wasn't the greatest. Um, this gives me hope. Like I really like it. I like the even just the character interaction of the start with Master Chief and the uh, Marine that he had been with. The one that saved him back from space. Yes, the one that saved him from space. Does that back and forth was really cool. Um, I love the fact that they confirmed that um, freaking the villain, uh, I could, the just hey, the villain was I thought cool. I liked his little speech. I was like, man, the, that's more of it. The that's people you're shooting, the, the whatever they're called. Yes, I really yeah, but also I like the enemies. It has more of that classic kind of character. I think the last two games have gone away from the Covenant, um, uh, as I can't remember what they're now called. Um, but um, the scourge, the, the death, or the scourge, or the, the removal, yeah, the scourge, scourge. Yeah, the scourge. Um, they they have a lot more character and fun. Like I love how grunts just have this little personality. They're just cannon fodder. The fact that the brutes can throw the grunts at you is hilarious. 
Um, I just, yeah, I enjoyed the gameplay. It looked like classic good Halo. Like it looked, it reminded me of going all the way back to like Halo Reach and Halo 3. And that's, that's exactly what I want with a larger environments and more kind of opportunities to explore for objectives and missions and stuff like that. What this reminded me of, and I tweeted it because as someone who's recently played the Halo games, watching this, I was just like, this just looks like the first level of the first Halo game, but bigger. Yep, which I think a lot of people is. I think the thing is, I think a lot of people are happy about that because the as you kind of play through, um, as you play through the series, those kind of open, open were open levels that feel more open and driving around. They kind of grow less and less as you get through it. Um, so I think this kind of this is uh, going back to its roots very much and, and finding a lot of what people loved in the game. Hmm. Same thing with people. I think there was people complaining about the potential box art or the cover for this game, um, being like, "Oh, it looks like a classic 2000 game." It's like, well, yeah, it's it's paying homage to the first Halo cover. Like, it's just my my only thing with uh, this, and I don't know, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer to to this, is that the the Halo Infinite gameplay demo that we saw and everything about it so far seems to be 343 trying to win back the halo fan base yes yeah but it's the it's the new console's uh key title and it's not a game that's going to draw in new fans or it's even being marketed towards new fans well, it's being marketed towards old fans which but I is think weird there's a lot more but i think it's pulling it's focusing on the stuff that people love about halo already so it's focusing on the relationship Master Chief has with um, characters because, you know, I, even though he's a very stoic character, his back and forth with other characters is always quite funny and quite kind of blunt with its humour. Um, he's a real stand-up. But I think it, even like, you know, I think there's a lot of people, before we got into like Halo 2 and stuff, Dill, you didn't have much information about like, how much the villains were built up in the game, like how much you saw about the Covenant or how much like there were Covenant characters and stuff like that. That's not something that is really heavily featured or known about to outside of like kind of Halo, the people who have played Halo. So I think the fact that they, in this, they put a shining light on um, one of the enemy leaders and just gave that an evil monologue. You know, that was, I thought that was great. It's just... Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what people want to make it even better. Like, if they wanted Halo to kind of push the envelope and flip everything on its head, because that's what Halo tried to do with Halo Five, and mm. people hated it. Like, it's just yeah, it, it, it's in a kind of a loss loss situation, really. Oh. I'm keen to see. I think. I, I think a big point will be when we finally see some multiplayer stuff as well, because obviously that's a big part of the like. I thought game's history, even just. So. Even just watching that, I was like, man, that looks like co-op's going to be really fun. The like, co-op looks, is going to look really cool in that game. With, like, that's um, as wide scale as it is. That's awesome. Sounds fun. Uh, the next thing they announced was State of Decay 3. It was a cinematic trailer. Really cool cinematic trailer, but that's literally yep. all it was. They, we don't know anything about the game. Um, I find it weird because I feel like State of Decay 2 only came out like two years ago, I thought, but um, it's kind of crazy and I know that game got hit with very mixed reception at, at launch and I think they've fixed it up somewhat since then but the, the fact there's a 3 coming cool I guess for fans yeah. I don't know trailer was cool yeah. at least that cool. Cool. zombie goat no, no zombie deer yeah zombie goat fucking hell 
then we got the trailer for Forza Motors. Should have been a goat. Forza Motorsport. Uh, I think that's the, there was no number or anything. They just called no. It. It's just Forza Motorsports. That's why. That's Motorsport. why actually was it's Muda. well. Yeah. You earlier you said Motorsport, but you know if Motorsport. you if you want to if you want to change up the pronunciation every now and then, Ash, you do you no, just mix them all up. Yep. It's not a bad idea if they release one game. It's just called Forza Motorsport, and then um, they're keep like, expanding it. yeah, they just keep expanding it from that point. They're like, oh fuck it, this is like the next mm. five years. It's just one game. I like that they're going back to on a launch doing Forza Motorsports, I mean, and they aren't just being like, we're going to do another Horizons because um, people love that game. Like, I'm glad they are doing. A well, they just switch in and out every other year. Yes, yeah, and because they're done by different developers, so that's why yes, they, they're correct. able to do it. It's not like the same devs are. Shitting them out. Well, um, they're going to be the only ones making forces for the foreseeable future. From look at well, Playground's been working on. Well, we'll get to that later. But they've been working on that. I mean, they were developing that in tandem with the Last Horizon. So, um, I this looks cool though. I'll definitely play this. Very pretty. Um, you could l- l- lots of ray tracing reflections. So, my keywords were being uh, ticked there. Ray, 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 ray It'll tracing. be the showcase game. Yeah, well, racing, it's funny because I feel like ra- uh, racing games used to be like the, for every console generation, it was like the racing game was like okay. the key. Look how how close to real life this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I feel like the last generation or so, like that kind of wasn't a thing, but I know it was for like PS1, PS2, PS3. Yeah, and then like PS4. Like, yeah, the last generation just dropped off. So maybe it'll be back. Um, next game. I already knew about this, but it was not a trailer. So, uh, Rares Everwild, they, this was an amazing trailer. Mm. I think this looked absolutely gorgeous. Uh, there was some just, there was some, some next level, I don't know if we would call it the shadowing or something like that. A, a lot of it was just coming more to life than, uh, some other sort of similar style stuff I've seen. Um, no idea what the fucking game is though. So. I was getting some <laughs> mad, like, Last Airbender vibes from this. Like, it was, uh. I was like, man. Like you yeah. Well, it's like f- four people with spirit animals or some shit, I suppose, is the, or the, the, the bunch of creatures. I don't know. Ever and they while. commune with nature and make friends Something with the like creatures. That. The creatures it's, it's, a, and- it's a spiritual success of The Last Guardian. Mm, the last know. four Guardians. That'd be really weird considering oh one's a PlayStation exclusive and... <laughs> Wouldn't it be a prelude if it was the the last four Guardians? Wouldn't it be a prequel? Well, they can't use Guardians, so it would be something. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, not to go heavy on this point again, because we've discussed it, but just to ring home, like they have, they do open with gameplay, but then at CGI trailer, um, the Forza thing was in-engine or whatever and stuff. And then I think Everwild was in-engine possibly as well, but like either way, it's just like, nothing nothing and then they go to a third party or not a third party game but a uh they did well, have it like is, it's what's the word for it it's it's uh it is third party but it's like console it's exclusive to xbox the don't not game but anyway they did have before yeah. like even uh, like you would say like halo was like 11 minutes of like the demo was like yeah no, i'm not, I'm not putting it down i'm just saying it, it drops off pretty fast after halo is my point especially mm-hmm. when you're looking at yeah. it on paper mm-hmm. um so then we got a trailer for uh, Tell Me Why. And again, Same love this. Before. Looks so good. I'm so Thank excited. I, I'm all about this, but my one criticism is, as much as I thought this is great, they gave a release date for the part one, August 27th. 
that's amazing. I think that, and then they gave release dates for the next two parts. It's like early September. They come out like every two weeks or something like that. I think it is, or every week, something like that. Great. Mm. I'm all about this game. This is just an odd game to be showing like the fourth game in your uh, next gen hype reel. Mm-hmm. Where else are they going to I don't, don't think so. I feel like they were trying to do the PlayStation thing where it has a nice variety of different types of games. Uh, Xbox didn't necessarily have the same variety as PlayStation did, but I, I thought this fit in the presentation. I think it did. Well, especially Don't Nod is such, like, it's got, it got it such was, a good I think it was just the placing. Same. I think it's just the placing of how early it was in the, the show. Um, that I guess me- they had it separated, though, that their partners were at the start of the show, and then it got into a section where it was more... Well, their first parties were at the start of the show, and then it got into, like, the... The third-party stuff later, stuff. but this Don't Nod partnership was just here, and it felt weird for, for, for whatever reason. Well, don't they own Don't Nod? It's exclusive to... It is exclusive. exclusive. This, this game is exclusive. They don't own Don't Nod, though. It's just an exclusive I thought they were a first game. party now. Okay, no, fair no, enough. No. So that's what I'm saying. That's maybe my point. It's, it's just it, maybe it fit they're on weirdly. the way to be first party. No, 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 no. We don't want that. No, no. no. Apparently, Xbox is saving their money for the WB purchase. Yeah, <laughs> gonna buy one. You believe the rumors? <laughs> uh, what, 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 what do we think? Uh, you know, let's talk about the game. Though. So, t- tell me why, in case anyone doesn't know, uh, it's a game about. Uh, I mean, what's the actual synopsis? Like, they're going on an adventure to try and find so information about their mother. I think is like the, the actual. No, I no, I don't yeah. think it's about their mother. Because yeah, I think the way that's the key with... thing. I think, like, because they're the... going back in. They're going back to. Uh, well, from what I got is that there was some traumatic experience where the the woman, the mother, whoever it is, tried to kill the son and they're would, going back to try and work out exactly what the hell happened um, and they're seeing like visions and stuff because of it can i just pause and go on a quick little tangent before i continue just to point this out so i'm we're reading all of this yeah. off a kataku to kataku article right uh-huh. this, this is what we're doing we're reading all these articles off the kataku article now that's cool and all because I was too busy to do one of these roundup trailer things like I usually do. And I'm annoyed I didn't because what I always do when I do these fucking articles is I copy paste the description of the game into the article so it's there. Okay? Not not who who wrote this? Who put this together at Kotaku that gets paid more money than Oh my god. Ethan Gosh. Wow, I think you you need to cut this bit out of the podcast. Come on now. We don't want to get we don't want to get Kotaku offside. You don't want to get Kotaku what? We we're not big like we're not we're not big like Bethesda. So we can't <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm it's, it's fine. I can they can take a joke. And also I was trying to fill time because I tried to open the fucking YouTube link to it to find the description for it and it <laughs> Um, the, the YouTube video. Description play, so. is. I found it now. I had. Uh, I was, that's in like, this I'm mystery, time. twins Tyler and Allison Ronan use their supernatural bond to unravel the mysteries of their loving but troubled childhood in a beautiful small Alaska town. No, small town Alaska. Yes. Words. Set in the fictional town of Dallas Crossing, Alaska. Tell me why it features a cast of intriguing, true to life characters and mature themes. As you interact with memories of the past, you will make choices that determine the strength of the unique bond that Tyler and Allison share and shape the future course of the twins' lives. Tell me why it unfolds across three chapters, all of which will release in summer of 2020 with Xbox Game Pass, will also be available for purchase on Xbox One, Windows, PC, and Steam. 
It is a three-episode story about twins trying to, yes, look up, uh, trying to discover the truth of an event that happened in their childhood, which I believe the first chapter sets up to be a key figure is their mother. Anyway, game looks cool. It's Don't Nod. If you like Don't Nod games. I'm just made sh- me go, like, it made me feel like it's been so long since I played Life is Strange Season 2, mm. even though it was only the start of this year. Because this year, How do you think I as feel? we always say, it's fucking crazy. It's been forever. It's been forever since it's, I've played one. It's been long yeah. but short. Yeah, and I'm 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 super keen because, you know, I loved Life is Strange, uh, too, and then that finished, and then I, I I've been sitting there flying around waiting for something else to come along. So uh, the thing is, if it, it doesn't it feel soon. refreshing. Doesn't it feel refreshing now that because we don't have Telltale pumping out a billion of these every freaking couple of months? Like I it don't even feels, compare these to to do, like I'm I don't compare gonna, it, but also the type of just that kind of episodic adventure game. Yeah, I guess where it, I'm like we the thing with uh, Don't Nod once compared to Telltale ones is like when I sat down to play a Telltale game, I was like I'm sitting down to watch an episode of a TV show, and I'm pretty sure I can eat with one hand and play the game with the other, which I did half the time. Whereas the Don't Nod games involve a lot more walking around interacting with things uh some level of possibly picking up an interactive and stuff they're a lot they're a lot more interactive than telltale games i'd say even though they're, they're both of course uh, adventure games at heart i guess mm-hmm. and the, the key important thing with this uh tell me why is that uh you know you're gonna play it all within the period of like a month <laughs> august 27th it's gonna be done by uh september mid-september which or whatever is, it is interesting that this is here in this showcase for quote unquote the next generation, and it's going to be it's out an, for it's an Xbox showcase, not an Xbox Series X showcase. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. I mean, it's still a bad decision, but yeah. This is one of my com- this is one <laughs> of my complaints though. They said months a month ago, or what a month two months ago, first party next gen showcase, and then they kind of changed the, the, the <laughs> what the fuck they were doing by the time we got to it. Anyway, tell me why it looks awesome. Definitely going to be looking forward to playing that. Um, and only a couple Before weeks. Before seeing the comment section. Yeah. No, we just, yeah. Um, <laughs> then they announced that Orient Will of the Wisps is getting a big update, optimizing it for Xbox Series X. So it'll play, uh, play at 4K of 120 uh, FPS. Uh, that's cool. Um, it's already a pretty game. You know, you get the FPS, you can do all the jumps super fast and jump, jump, jump. Then they got a trailer for Grounded, which is coming out on Xbox Preview at the end of this Did week. Did you miss a trailer? What? No. Wasn't nope. there something before Grounded? No, not going to this no. list. So once again, if you want to blame Kotaku. <laughs> yeah, no, because, no, there was the, sorry, it was the Outer Worlds. Yeah, uh, they just put it the wrong way around in this article. Sorry, we're right, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking Kentucky. That's I was like, what, what are you doing? Out of words? Was it out of words before grounded? What the hell? <laughs> nah. Love you, Ethan, mate. Love love you. Alright. Just get get the <laughs> get the trailers around. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> uh they had a yeah, so they had an Xbox preview trailer for um Grounded. This is the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game, of Lots course, of spiders. where, you know, you, you, you're a bunch of kids, you shrunk real small, you can play the game single player, you can play it in uh, co-op with up to four people, I think is what it is, um, online. Yeah. I still don't really understand if there's a uh, core single player narrative that you can run through. Apparently there is. Okay. Well, that's what the big thing, well, that's what they mentioned in the uh, the, the interview after, or the 
speech afterwards where they said um, bringing an Obsidian narrative to a survival game. So yeah. I, I'd believe so. And knowing other games like The Forest, um, having very strong kind of single, like narratives in them, uh, I think it, it, there is definitely going to be something there. Yeah. And knowing I, Obsidian. They're yeah, not yes, going to make 100%. Story. Yeah, because I'm keen to play this if there's like an end goal because I'm definitely not, it's like I'm not going to put, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, cool, another survival game I can play for hundreds of hours. That's not something I'm looking for. So, um, yeah, then I've got Outer Worlds uh, DLC announcement called Peril or Peril on Gorgon. It's coming out September 9th. Uh, we all diving back into the Outer Worlds to play some Outer Worlds DLC. Yes. Yeah, so. I. It feels like once again, feels like fucking ages since I played that game. Well, it'll be, it'll be like it came a year. Out October last yeah. year. October, okay, so that it's a fair reason for me to feel like it's been you know, forever. Yeah, you know, you know, what I'm going to say this: it's absolute bullshit that they took this out of the game to sell it to us later as DLC, literally a year after the game's release. They, yeah, damn them the hell! But they're not selling it. This is part of Game Pass. Not for people who bought it on other consoles. Suckers! You know, this is on other things, right? It's not just on Xbox. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> in from the in the current perspective, I'm only talking about Xbox that's, fuckers. That's true. Um, <laughs> that was our last not. Uh, that was uh, Obsidian's last uh, all all platforms game, even Switch. Yeah. Even though it reviewed absolutely terribly and I'd apparently be, plays like shit. But I'd be interested to see where in the timeline this DLC is set. Is it like post game? Is it like a whole separate part of the game? Or- well, I was trying to work out how's if you're it, how's the it same. I was trying to work out if you're the same character. I assume so. He called you Captain. I assume so. Yeah, but Captain, but was that one of the characters that we know? Because that looked like a completely new character. I don't think so. Character. I think that's a new character. Which made me think, okay, is this a different crew? Are you just a different Captain? Nah, that'd crew? be silly. I think like that's, that's, yeah, that seems weird. That seems weird. You play 100 hours of this game. And you play this 100? different character. Well, I'm saying I mean, some, to be fair, hours. some people played 100 have. hours. Yeah. No, I'm saying game. some people have probably played 100 hours. Is my is, is my example? Just multiple run throughs. I was going to say multiple multiple run throughs. I don't know. I don't know what people do with this fucking game. Someone finished it in like 20 minutes, didn't they? So like, we're there's there's opposite <laughs> scales of the spectrum here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm keen for Adwell's uh, DLC. We all we all love that game, so mm. that's cool. Uh, and then the last Obsidian thing we got was a uh, reveal trailer for a game called Avowed, which is basically Obsidian doing their own it's, version. It's of Microsoft it. going. Microsoft went, "Hey, Obsidian, we're going to buy you, but we want you to make Skyrim." <laughs> yeah, pre- pretty much. Well, that's that's exactly what this was. The trailer, the trailer felt like Elder Scrolls Skyrim the entire way through and through, and that's it felt like it. But I don't think. The- for me, what this screamed was Microsoft being like, okay, we've let you make your stupid fucking grounded bug game. Now also <laughs> Now one for us. <laughs> now one for us. RPG, please. you we bought you. Give us an RPG. Grounded also RPG. feel like this was I also feel like this was supposed to be a okay, Obsidian, we need another big reveal from you guys. And they're like Okay. Did, sure, did this we'll- excite anyone though? Nope. 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 Exactly. Uh, I mean, the prospect is exciting, but yeah, but the, the, the prospect here's a, here's a, you say the prospect's exciting. You could literally say to me, "Hey, Dylan, I got a text message from old mate at Obsidian. They said they're working on a game that's going to be like Skyrim, and that would tell me as much as this trailer did. 
you know? Yeah. Like, I don't need the trailer. Yeah. The prospect sounds cool. Obsidian doing a Skyrim-like RPG. Cool. But I see people on the internet in tweets. Man, Avowed looked cool. Did it? Did that fucking, like, yeah, non-gameplay was... trailer look cool with the two seconds of sword world? and fucking... Yeah, what, what did you this? see? Castles? You didn't see arrows? fucking shit. What? Mountain? Fucking... Ashley. They're shooting arrows. There's, like, an underground cavern. Ashley. There's... Yeah. This is the time you're permitted to be down on the game in an Xbox showcase. Yeah, what you, know? you just purposely pick and choose. Listen, all I'm saying is they showed more in this trailer than they showed in Elder Scrolls 6, so... I guess. People were probably still more hyped about Elder Scrolls 6, though. <laughs> I know. Also, Elder Scrolls 6 was, hey, guys, by the way, this is way off because we're still working on I mean, on they should have said that, too, that this is going to be way off. It's going to probably be, like, two, three years, I'd imagine. One thing I, I will say, one thing I found interesting, I guess, for, for this, uh, I don't, I hate the name, by the way, Vowed. I don't like it. Um, they, uh, they, they, they're like, Avowed. oh. They're, they're like, oh, the, the game's set in a realm called Aurora or Aura or whatever the fuck they're saying. So it d- definitely seems like Obsidian's building their own um, full fantasy mm. universe for this, you know, because they're already explaining, like, it's set during yeah. this realm and blah, 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 blah. So uh, see what happens with that. Um, next game was, this is a, this was cool. Uh, they're like, oh, we got, mm. you know, support some indie devs and stuff like that. So, and then they revealed this game called as dusk falls um it's got this Dope. uh yeah i guess it describes it here as comic book art style um and it's about a couple who walk in i think they walk into a convenience store or something and then they're like held up at gunpoint or something along those lines is like kind of the 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 setup i think that i think the trailer teased potential like racial tensions and these sorts of things maybe because they were like um the way they described it yeah People in a, from a Southwest American town. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to talk about racism. Yeah, and the, the husband's a white dude and um, <laughs> wife is a uh, black woman. So, yeah. so mean, let's read the description. The <laughs> um, <laughs> description says, As Us Falls is original interactive drama from Interior Night that explores the entangled lives of two families across 30 years, starting with a robbery gone wrong in a small town, Arizona. The choices you make have a powerful impact on the epic story of sacrifice betrayal and resilience sounds cool story and also there's like a weird time jump to when the kids growing up yeah with with them like facing one of the people well, that did it but they again said uh, it's over 30 years yeah I mean, yeah but yeah, I know. as well and i'm saying like potentially the event like rockets her um like affects the tr- no i'm just like like racial tensions i i think the i think the key thing i got from it was child goes through traumatic uh, and racist event grows up and then the the older woman is dealing with the like sort of PTSD she has from that uh, living in a current day America potentially that's the, that's what I was reading between lines but who knows either way it looked cool I like the art style definitely looked different uh, it will stand out mm, look for very the different um they had some Destiny 2 stuff all of its expansions are coming to Game Pass in September along with the game you know, itself so is the interesting part here that for the quote-unquote special version for Xbox Series X that is being optimized, there is the release date of November 10th. Um, did they say it was coming out November 10th? For th- I feel like they, they definitely they did. wouldn't have, surely. 
They did. They showed November tenth on the end of the trailer. Yeah, but that's when uh, that's when Beyond Light comes out. That doesn't. No, mean that's it. when the, the no, that's when the DLC comes out. Yeah, yeah so that's not confirmed. Is, oh, that's not confirmed. Sorry, is Beyond Light the DLC? Sorry, yeah, I thought yeah, Beyond yeah. Light was what they were calling no, the no, special no. version of Destiny Two. Okay, no, so that, that's, that's a release date for the the next major Destiny Two expansion. Um, it's and they're just saying it's coming to Xbox Series X, but that doesn't mean it's coming out. Like that, they're just putting the logo there as it, it could be out by then, or it could come out after. <laughs> like, fair enough. Do they? Does this also say that things are changing at Bungie? Because we all know that you know for the Age of Destiny, Bungie's already had a always had a very close relationship with PlayStation and putting PlayStation kind of first on a lot of things. Um, now we've got them kind of it could be yeah obviously deal with xbox and with the activision is activision right yeah well they're they're on their own for like a year now no they're on their own now yeah correct yeah no but activision was who was yeah yeah yeah. so activision was making the deal for them so now it seems like bungie's making the deals for themselves and they're picking xbox and they would yeah yeah that makes sense yeah, that's how that's how I think that works out. So it's like it's not like they were picking PlayStation. Activision was picking PlayStation. Activision was doing it for them. That's fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so next thing was really cool. So Stalker Two is coming to PC and uh, consoles as well. Um, so good uh, f- news, Nick. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I'm I'm keen for this as well. Stalker was one of my the the original like one of the OG games I used to play back on the PC and put everything to load to be able to, to, to play it but and I, I got Mars handed to me and it was super fucking hard but there's just I think it was it was probably one of the first like more first person shooter um open worldy type things of survival elements and stuff I ever played actually the original stalker back in the day I think I would have been in like grade six I think I was in primary school when I played it maybe came no, out in 2007 so. no so I was in I was in high school but either way I, I, I always, was definitely young <laughs> I always I don't know why I always see the original stalker like cover art it's always sat with like always connected with with like the prey cover art at the same time for those two originals like they were yeah. kind of around about the same time so uh yeah it's interesting have you ever played stalker no, no. i have i don't know so we're, we're joking about Nick playing, but I'm not even sure if he's played it. I assume he would have because it's it's literally it's know, very up his alley it's very up his yeah. alley yeah, it seems <laughs> yeah listen it makes sense that they're bringing out a secret now because, you know, Chernobyl is very hot at the moment. Yeah. Well, they've been working on this for years. Like, we've known about it, but for, well, for a long Chernobyl's time, it was like... Hot since it happened. For a long time, it was like, surely this game's dead. Um, by the way, I, had to, I just looked it up now because I couldn't remember what it says. Stalker is actually an acronym. It stands for Scavengers, Trespassers, Adventurers, Loners, Killers, Explorers, and Robbers. Uh, Wikipedia says it says <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Stop stop right there. Look, I've tried to be better at letting some of these go lately. I've tried to be a lot better. Did you did you just say wobbers? <laughs> no, I said robbers. <laughs> you said wobbers. No, he said robbers. <laughs> oh. I don't know what you're hearing. Yeah. Look, if I said wobbers, just move the fuck on, because <laughs> I've said I've heard both of you fuck up at least one word in this podcast. It's fine. Um No, but wobbers is perfect dictation this episode. <laughs> Perfect dictation is not something I have in my life. Um, Wikipedia, yeah. So, first-person survival horror game uh, developed by Ukrainian video game developer GSC, GSC Game World. The game set in an area surrounding the Chernobyl disaster site, colloquially known as The Zone, in an alternate reality where a second explosion occurs at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant sometime after the first causes strange changes in the area around it. So, yeah, the game deals with, obviously, nuclear stuff... Um, uh, including as the trailer for Stalker 2 teased, uh, uh, like, just what do you call it? Like a 
you know, like a uh, infected, dis- um, disforming um, shit. I don't know. What um, He's like can't help me. I, I I reach out sometimes. I'm like, just help me with one fucking word uh, or one like, fucking thing, and I can't get it from either of you. For fuck's sake. Like fluoro fluoro suspenders. No, moving on. Jesus like, fucking Christ. I'm like, <laughs> one word. Just help me with one fucking thing. Can't do it. And you're like, he's make fun of every word. Wobbers. Oh, but the one time I need help, the one time I'm like, just fucking answer the question. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sit here and I'm like, talk, 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 do the whole fucking thing. Help me with one word. God, fucking hell. So um, <laughs> then they, uh, uh, look, they, they had Hellblade 2 here. Oh, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. Um, they had nothing for it, though. They announced that there's a, I just haven't gone and watched this. They announced that they have a video over on um, Ninja Theory's YouTube channel, which it, they're going to do a whole bunch of dev diaries, which is what they did for the first game back in the day. So now they're just going to be pumping out those for the next year. So that's cool. I'll go. I haven't watched it yet, but I will be watching those because. Uh, Dylan, they dropped some massive news in this. Okay. The game is set in Iceland. Big Coof Iceland. What, for their fucking tourism? What do you. Yep. Yep. Everybody wants to go where. No one's going fucking Senua's anywhere at the moment. I'm pretty sure they're all wearing masks. Over there as well. At the time, big coup. Iceland real hot right now. <laughs> like Chernobyl. <laughs> Between that and the uh, the Eurovision movie, Iceland getting good representation at the moment. Pause. I have a big question. In your mind, in your mind, do you think that like Iceland's only popular now because of the Wolf Feral Eurovision movie, which is ripping off the actual Eurovision? Which thousands, hundreds of thousands of people watch every year. Mm-hmm. So it's only popular now that yep. they've made a parody of it. Yep. Did you have you ever watched yeah. Eurovision? Like not the not the Will Ferrell thing, but the like real the show. The actual Eurovision. Yeah, I've watched some Eurovision. It's a lot more boring. <laughs> it's just it's How more is singing. It boring. It's just singing. Do you, you watch it? It's just on the axe. It's just singing. No, it's not even. You don't it's even watch singing. Eurovision. You don't watch the Eurovision for the singing anymore. You watch it for the English commentary over the top because currently yeah. <laughs> it's Graham Norton and he's doing a great job of it. And I can't remember the guy's name who previously did it, but they're both funny because they're both yeah. just kind of, you could tell they're just chilling, they're having just a know. great time. They've watched enough of this. You've never heard rock and when roll. When was the last time you thought of Iceland? <laughs> when, when was the last time, was the last time you thought Iceland? Um, well, listen, when I, I, listen to, about, I listen to Bjork all the time, so shut the fuck up. I reminisce quite often about how great Mighty Ducks 2 was. That's what I was. That's where, where my there went, we mind went. There we go. Just listen, my, Iceland, mm. Greenland is covered in ice, and Iceland is quite nice. It's true. Have you never heard Rock and Roll Hallelujah? No. No? <laughs> fuck, like, Jesus Christ. Did they do a <laughs> rock and roll uh, cover of uh, Hallelujah? It's so going. long. We have, we have been a couple minutes now of just talking about fucking ice. It's because he fucking, look, I was like, here, here's me. Here's me talking, right? Imagine the words coming across your screen. Like, imagine this is a text Listen, conversation. I'm just. No, 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 shush, shush, shush. Clearly imagine, they thought- imagine this is a text conversation that someone's reading an article about our thoughts on the show, right? Instead of listening to it. It's like, Dylan. Begin my paragraph. I'm like, Hellblade, Senua Saga Fast 2, really looking forward to watching these dev dies. Next second, Ash just bops in, all capitals, Boltex, Ash. Iceland's real popular now. 
they they made a big deal of it in the trailer. So I mean, it must be important news, you know. And it wasn't because they've got nothing else to show no, I, or announce. I think it was because they've got nothing else to show. Oh, no, maybe they did. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we'll move on. So uh, Hellblade 2, it's a game. It's coming. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, th- then they got into uh, Psychonauts 2, so they had a gameplay slash music trailer for That's it. fucking um, It was a really cool trailer. They had Jack Black in there. Jack Black's singing a song for it. They had some behind-the-scenes footage of him singing. I love seeing Jack Black just doing his thing because he's just so passionate about everything he does. I love it. Um, and I still haven't played the first one, but I loved everything I saw. So that's my... It's good. It looks listen. classic. Just having Jack Black voicing the motive light for this game, I hope it's a larger part because I'm just excited. Ash is a joke to make. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool, but there's no bug snacks. Hey, we're not talking about bug snacks right now. With Psycho Norton. I'm just saying, you can pair the two presentations. You can pair the two songs. Which one do you actually remember? Bug Snacks, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Good you got a point. Fuck the Psychonauts. See they um, they got they came in with the big name, but they didn't come up with the big song. They did, Jack Black's song was awesome. I can't remember. It's no Bug Snacks though. It was something like um. I literally can't remember a single lyric. What's a single lyric? What was a single lyric, Karen? Without looking at the video up. Without looking at the video um, up. On the version of the stream I was watching, it was rather quiet. Yeah, okay. Sure. So, See? Yeah. It's, it's Couldn't even get day. the audio right. Well. His point. Uh, then they announced the game called The Gunk. Um, <laughs> this was what a title. Weird. What a name. <laughs> you just like. Guys, we need to come up with a name for this fucking game. It's got some like gooey, gunky shit. There it is, the gunk. Yep. Are, are you sure? Nah, yep. it's fucking got it. Print it. Put it on the poster. And there it is. It's on the poster. Um, I, I don't remember what this is about to be honest. So it looked like uh, it looked for me. It looked a lot like Outer Wilds, a little bit with exploration and just like. No, oh, yeah, through gunky stuff. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, that actually third person. Yeah, the sucking up gunk. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Like sucking up gunk. <laughs> did it? Did the name of the game gunk not remind you that this was the one where she was sucking up gunk? <laughs> I remember. It's, it's the remember reverse the concrete genie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's, like, it's like Mario's sunshine. Luigi's Mansion because you're vacuuming up stuff. It says here it's a Steam World game. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's yeah, from it's, the makers of the Steam World games. Is it set in the same universe? Yeah. I believe so. No, it might be. Well, it says next Steam World game, so maybe the article here on Kotaku, and they haven't if got it says anything the wrong next yet. Steam World game. How is that only a maybe? Imagine form. Uh, seeing there the gunk a new adventure game where players will take on scary enemies and solve puzzles the obscure a grander mystery it could be an error it could be an error could should, could have been meant to say from steam world developers yeah you're right, you're right. that's more well, likely and, you know more likely when it comes to kotaku right guys <laughs> 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 love you ethan <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's an Aussie, right? He was probably up at like know. three in the morning. I know it's like, yeah, look, I mean, if he's American, he's got no excuse. But. Yeah, I, I'm joking, but I make a million fucking mistakes <laughs> in half my music articles. It's fine, but you know, it's, it's, 
got to live with the punches when you when you make them, you know. Um, so next thing, so Tetris Effect is coming to Xbox One and Series X um, with this uh, new game called Tetris Effect Connected. Uh, this will also come to PS4 and PC and all that sort of stuff. I, I think it's a yeah, year later. So it's like a it's like an update, really. Yeah. So it's a well on Xbox is the first time it's coming to the platform, so it's a new yes. game. But uh, if you already have the game on PS4, like I do. Then you'll get a free update like a year like later, I do. Um, and I'll turn yeah. it into one of uh, Explosion Network's top games of 2018. Correct. Or was and it 2019? It was 2018, right? It was 2018 because it was a PAX that year. Yep, that's right. Yep. Tetris Effect. It's a great game. Connected is uh, a, a new mode for it where you and I think it's up to three people, I think it is maybe, um, where you basically combine uh, Tetris Effect boards or whatever they call them in the game and you're sort of playing in tandem with one another. Um, And it looks really cool. I'm happy that Xbox people are going to be able to play the game finally because Tetris Effect is an amazing game. I really love this trailer as well. I knew what it was straight away because as soon as the music started playing, I just started singing along because that Mm. song is... um, Really, really good. And one thing, I, uh, this is a tangent, but it's related. They put the when they put the Tetris <laughs> Effect soundtrack on Spotify. Finally, like at some point this year, I think it was. Um, they put the the soundtrack on. It, they they took so long because they never actually had all the music for the game that, because it's like related to the gameplay. They didn't have like just normal versions of the song they could put on Spotify and stuff for streaming. So they had to actually make uh like proper versions that you could just listen to and as cool as it is to listen to the songs in um spotify and stuff i don't think it has it they're not as cool as when you're actually sitting there playing and like you you blast off a tetris or something and then the music picks up and these sorts of things it's just way more interesting when you blast off a tetris oh yeah what do you want me to call it i feel like you're fucking i don't know we're nit- I feel like it's a, no, no. It's we're nitpicking it's, at this I appreciate stage. You. We're, no, we're, we're no, nitpicking it wasn't at even this a stage. That wasn't a nitpick. That was me appreciating what you said. Like I liked that it was called the cost of blasting off a Tetris. Gosh, descri- take some admiration. My, descri- my descriptive. Uh, next thing, Crossfire X. Uh, that's a game we knew about. It's a free to play uh, first person shooter and stuff from Smilegate. Um, they announced at E3 last year. That it's coming, uh, really popular wherever it's from. I can't remember, but it's really popular. I think it's Korea from memory. No doubt up. Um, free to play, coming uh, to the West. And what's happening for this release is that, that not only are they bringing it over, and that version will still be free to play on Xbox and PC and whatever. But Remedy has been working with Smallgate to come up with a single play campaign version of the game. Uh, this is all brand new, and this will be Xbox exclusive and whatnot. But the confusing yep. part here, uh, for me, well, it's, it's not confusing once you know it, but it's just kind of like wording is sort of weird. So, like Crossfire, the multiplayer game, when it comes over, still free to play. Everyone can play it. But this will not be free to play, but it will be on Game Pass. So that's like this weird circle thing where it's like Crossfire multiplayer, free to play for everyone. Crossfire single player. Not free to play, but if you have Game Pass, Game Pass, you can play it for free. But if you don't have that issue, you can play crossplay for free for the multiplayer. But then you have to buy this to play the single play. Oh my god! So at some stage, pe- people who aren't in the know are just going to start to get really confused. I think with 
Like they'll be like, I've downloaded the game. How come I can't play single player? No, you got to buy this or you got to have this. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, anyway, I thought this looked all right. This just looked like a general Call of Duty campaign to me. It was a bunch of shooting, yeah. explosing. Just mm. cool. I think it's interesting. Uh, I'd like to see how much "quote unquote" remedy is is actually put <clears throat> Probably into not this. Much. Yeah. Very doubtful. There definitely wasn't any remedy in the trailer. I don't think. Uh, they got a. Then they got. So, yeah, when the third party section of this by way, if that wasn't obvious, um, Warhammer Forty K uh, game coming. It says from the makers of Vermintide, so that's cool. It says it'll feature four player co op. Um, I love it how they tried to build this tense trailer, and you have tenseness to it. You have this like cool, and people are really into it, and then this logo appears, Fat Shark. <laughs> and you're immediately like taken yeah. out completely like, like sure sure thing pick your development studio names better if you're gonna make tense trailers um hey dylan mm. dylan mm. do you reckon you'll be able to get corner cocked in this game yeah did you have to look up what that was just then or was you like was you no you i knew it? i was okay. waiting <laughs> he knew he was he was prepared that's why his intro was like Half and half at the start of this episode because he'd been preparing for corner cooked. Yeah, classic classic explosion that we throw back there for With you. That now and all the bits that I wanted to get in so far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. of, you know, by the end of this episode, we're going to give Ashley an explosion network rating for his showcase of bits and comments. <laughs> for this episode. Uh, it's gonna a plus. Be, it's going to be a low score. <laughs> uh, so they, then don't... they had a, they announced a new version of Fantasy Star Online Two. It's coming twenty twenty one. Um, I don't care for these games. I don't think anyone has care for these games. But it's the, the first- craziest thing to me is it's like the 20th anniversary. Yeah, that game's old as fuck. Like, well, the original one, yeah. It's like fucking hell. Uh, the first time it's coming to Xbox, I believe, was the big uh, hoo-ha here. Uh, then we got a trailer for The Medium, uh, which they did reveal at the uh, event a couple of months ago, the Xbox one. But this was our first look at the uh, game properly, where it showed off the gameplay. And when they talked about, when they revealed it a couple months back, when they talked about how they couldn't do this game on old uh, gen system, they had to wait for the next gen to be able to do it because of the way they wanted to implement certain things about gameplay. I think it's pretty obvious why now. And it's because when you play the game and you literally switch between these two realities of like the spirit realm, I guess is what we're calling it or something like that. Um, and that the real world, you're not switching and loading back in and out. Or I think it sometimes maybe you'll fully go there and other times you, you'll full be in one world or the other, but then there's literally going to be parts in the game where you are just playing both at the same time. And the fact they're going to render so much detail and I guess everything in between two realms and whatever else at the same time, uh, looked really cool. I, I thought this was a cool trailer. I'm super in, I'm super in for this game. Ash is it not. It looks like an Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> no, it looks like an Ashley game. It looks like an Ashley title. Listen, I'm just disappointed that they've taken they've taken it in such a different direction to uh, Glenn Gordon Cannon Caron's original vision for the TV series. Is that the creator of Medium? <laughs> of Medium. Yeah. Okay, so you're going for jokes, but people are going to miss the jokes. You, you could have gone for the low blow joke, which was just to say the. But we did last time. Oh, okay. But how, how many people do you think <laughs> yeah. would have got? I can't believe they recast <laughs> Patricia Arquette. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just take the low blow again that's fine yeah. um and then of course the big one as we talked about before was the it ended with uh new fable game it's just called fable it's been made by Play- playground games which is the thing ash was hitting at before who of course are known for working on the For- uh, forza horizon games um 
I got nothing to say about this. I don't know. Like, are we expecting this to be a remake or just a reboot? I'm looking. The... I'm. I'm. It's probably a reboot. I think it has to be a reboot at this point. Um, get it as far away. Do from Do the, the preview events matter? The the previous games. Like, is there is there continuation no, I, of the like story, just, or is it more like a? I'd like Final a hard Fantasy reset. Thing. I'd like a hard reset. No, but in the past is, is oh, in followed. the past, in the past, your hero is there, there is reoccurring characters. Yeah, <clears throat> okay. There are reoccurring characters across all three. Well, yeah, across all three games. Um, so there has been, but you don't play it. as the same character though. No, um, no, you're a new quote unquote hero each time. Yeah, so you could you could still have recurring characters show up and that kind of stuff. But I'd like them just to kind of, oh, I guess one or two would make sense if they did did it, but um. Yeah, it's just get it as way from just you know do try the God and of scrub, War try and scrub like the hint. name hint at the past. Yeah. Just you know, just try and scrub the name Peter Molyneux out of everybody's mouth to make sure it's not remembered in terms of when it's connected to Fable. I think that's going to happen. To be honest with this one, um, cool. And then to, to wrap up, I've got a, uh, just two other stories to go. But so first one, Kotaku published another story. Um, following up on which, what exactly did Xbox's keywording mean on these things? Because they kept saying console launch exclusive for a lot of these third-party games, which were Stalker 2, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide, Tetris Effect Connected, The Gunk, The Medium, Crossfire X, Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis. Um, and apparently they write, of course, only one, The Gunk, has so far been straight up cold and exclusive um, from the blah, 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 blah. The developer said, or the publisher said, uh, it'll be an Xbox exclusive period. Um, they told Kotaku in an email, blah, 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 blah. On the other end of that spectrum, Tetris Effect Connected already has a release date for other windows while it's coming to Xbox Series X, Xbox One PC last year. It'll be out as a free update to the Tetris Effect on PS4, Epic, Epic Game Store, and Oculus Quest in the summer of 2021. When, when is summer? Like, summer in America is like early, right? Winter out uh, here. Yeah, winter, yeah. Uh, other games occupy a mushier space. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, which I can't believe they didn't call Left, for De- Left 40k Dead. That's amazing, actually. Will be exclusive to Xbox Series X and PC at launch in 2021, but its future is sounding pretty open-ended. Uh, saying, a quote, uh, developers said, quote, at this time, we're announcing Xbox Series X and Windows PC platforms. Uh, the medium, a new dual-world horror game from the makers of Layers of Fear, Observer, and Blair Witch that's coming out this holiday se- season is a similar boat. Uh, developer Blue Team said, "Quote: The game will release exclusively on the Xbox Series X and PC at launch." And then Stalker Two, which shocked everyone today by existing after a decade of development implosions and insubstantial teasers, is according to a press release, "Quote: Coming first to Xbox Series X as a console launch exclusive." In other words, it's probably coming to other consoles later, and of course, it's launching on PC as well because Stalker is one of the most PC-ass gaming series out there. It does not currently have a release date. Crossfire X, a new version of the PC military shooter that's massively popular in China and Korea, so it was half right. Uh, Fancy Online 2 yep. New Genesis remain up in the air. Crossfire X is coming to Xbox One and Xbox Series X sometime this year, while Fancy Star Online 2 New Genesis is either a whole new game or merely an update, depending on whether you listen uh, where, where you listen to the series, Twitter account on YouTube channel. Both launching on Xbox platforms, but while Kotaku reached out to respective publishers for more information, Crossfires did not reply and Fantasy Stars merely pointed to pre-existing information across social channels uh so for the most part all of these uh console launch exclusive things uh everyone's just using that as the keyword the key wording of being like oh it's launching is on exclusively console exclusively on this period so it's it's a lot of um mm. 
they're not allowed to say, I guess, in their great, uh, in their deal, how long the console, ex- the console exclusive thing is for, I guess, some of these games. Yeah. But it, it's definitely like, yes, it's going to come to PlayStation uh, at some point in the future for all of these bar or Switch. Which of these is going to run on the Switch? The gunk. Gunk. <laughs> Tetris effect. Yeah, I guess it could run. Mm, you can yeah. downgrade the. Won't look amazing. No. No, but as far as I'm concerned, that's a VR game, so it's like... As far as I'm concerned, it's a VR game. Yeah, that's, that, hear me be all fucking... Fantasy Star Online, I reckon they could play on the Switch. 20-year-old. Yeah, if, if, uh, if Switch had online infrastructure, that's fine, yeah. Uh, and then the last follow-up article... What are you talking about? <laughs> the last follow-up article uh, Eurogamer had was... Uh, the, they pointed out one I, d- I did miss this because this was only tweeted out, but uh, Microsoft has tossed out another bunch bunch of titles to its uh, steadily expanding list of Xbox One games that will be receiving Xbox Series X enhancements coming to consoles later this year, including Forza Horizon 4, Ori and Willard with some more. Forza Horizon 4, for instance, will feature native 4K support at 60 frames per second on Xbox Series X, with Microsoft also promising quick resume support and dramatically improved load times. Developer Moon Studios' gorgeous sequel, Orient Will of Wisp, meanwhile, will deliver 120 frames in 4K at HDR support on console. Gears Tactics update will make the game playable in 4K at 60 frames per second on Series X. And Microsoft says it expects uh, enhancements to Rare's glorious multiplayer Pirate Adventure Sea of Thieves, although it hasn't specified what those will be. Um, Out of all of those, the only one I was like, cool, actually, I might dive back into that on... Uh, the new console would be Forza. That's the one where I'm like, yeah, yes, definitely. That I would like to go back for seconds on that one. Um, because they're saying 4K 60, native 4K 60, that's actually pretty good. Because as we discuss constantly, and I like to bring up across this podcast and Plat, um, as much as everyone expects new, both new consoles to just do native 4K mm. 60 as a bare minimum, Still a lot harder than people are expecting, and 4K 60 is incredible. Like 4K's, you'd be more likely to get probably like you know your upscale 2K with like 60 yeah. to 120. Yeah. Like even you know when people are spending thousands of dollars on PC rigs to be able to do 4K and up above you know 100 frames a second. You're thinking your console is going to easily do that for yeah, and I and pre- I don't think. And when you turn on ray tracing for any of these games, most PCs yeah. like as soon as you turn ray ray tracing on, it's like you're fucked. Like you're not going to hit 4K 60 and ray tracing. PCs still can struggle with it. I, I just constantly bring it up because I still see fucking people on Twitter constantly, mm-hmm. especially when we was talking about we, we talked about Spider Man and Plat last week and how they were like, oh, there's a mode in that that's probably gonna, it, it'll turn off ray tracing so you can do 4K 60. You can turn on ray tracing and it'll presumably do like uh, 4K 30 with ray tracing 30. on. And I saw people reacting like, this is bullshit. It should be able to do ray tracing 4K 60 in an open world Spider-Man game. And I was Crazy. like, I don't think you under- for Not for potentially $900. No, no. And people spending like $5,000 PCs are struggling to hit that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I really, I mean, it really doesn't matter because nobody notices the difference. He was waiting that entire <laughs> they, 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 time to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting. Yeah. All right, I got one uh, one review up this past week uh, for a game called Carrion. 
I gave it a nine out of ten. It's probably it's definitely one of my favorite games of the year. There's not uh, too much to really sell you on it. You'll either be in for it or you're not. It's you, you can look at it and you can be like, this looks like a old school sort of Metroidvania game, except you're playing as the monster, not the like the marine or the hero or whatever. And although there are elements of the Metroidvania type stuff in the game where it's like oh you know like a little bit of puzzle solving or like you get this key thing or whatever and you, you kind of backtrack a little it's, yeah. it's not too much of it and you ne- i never really got lost like it wasn't super compl- complicated but there's a little bit of that in there um the majority of the game is it's at its funnest when you're just absolutely tearing people to fucking <laughs> pieces because you play as this you start the game at, uh, at the start you break out this containment tube and then you take off and you're like, you're small, you know, you're a little monster. And then as you begin uh, eating more people and whatever, your, your mass begins to grow. And when you get towards the end of the game, you're just this giant fucking collection of tendrils. Like, you, like I don't even understand how the monster's body even connects and forms and, and, and makes any sense. But you can like burst into rooms and you can like, go out, grab a, a, a human fucking scientist, slap him around, blood goes everywhere, chomp another one's head off. Um, and you can do really cool things if you like having fun and teasing AI characters like I do. Um, you can like hide behind a wall in a vent or something like that. And you can press a button that makes the monster go like do a growl sound. And then if there's only like civilians and scientists in the room, they'll begin like screaming and freaking out and running around like crazy people. And then I'll just sit there like, <laughs> and I can wait for one to be out of view. And they like dive in, sneak, take it like I'm fucking alien, take them up into the, um, back into the place with me, eat them, watch everyone freak out. They just lost a friend. It's fine. They'll survive. Um, but it, it takes about four hours, I think. To, uh, it took me four hours to finish. So it's not like super long, uh, which is good for the, the, type of game it is and it really is just like if you're a fan of 80s horror movies uh, particularly like the thing is i think the key influence for this game then i think you'll have uh, a lot of fun playing this game i uh yeah really really enjoyed it read my full re- read my full review at explosionnetwork.com if you'd like nine out of ten really really good stuff published by devolver digital All right, so we got uh, three other news stories to run through. Just little mini stuff here. Two two fun ones first because, well, the first one is quite fun. <laughs> I was like, hey, we've got to bring this up just for no other reason than just to talk about it. So, uh, Kotaku writes, if you're going to pick any country in the world to get stuck in, it might as well be New Zealand. It's true. So, Gabe Newell made a surprise appearance Thursday morning, uh, Australian time, on New Zealand breakfast TV show, uh, they don't say that. Uh, the Valve co-founder was there in March to Spruik a free. I don't know what that means. Spruik a free musical concert. I guess he was helping. You don't know that. what Spruik? No, but it's like, like what's his? Yeah, but I didn't know that was a thing he did. I guess. Um, and was taking a break just before shipping Half Life Alex. But when COVID arrived, Newell and the group he was traveling with, which included Alex Riberas, uh, an official racer for Aston Martin and current member of the W Racing Team, uh, Riberas' wife, Tegan Klein, had 48 hours to make a decision. Do they return home or do they opt to wait for COVID-19 crisis and potentially the safest world? Uh, the Valve co-founder opted to wait. Since then, he and his group have done no- have been nothing but impressed with the hospitality of our Kiwi neighbors.
Islanders. When asked why, Neil said that it was the spirit of New Zealanders, saying, quote, this sense that everybody can come together and solve this super challenging problem and then be welcoming to us as COVID refugees, that to me has been extraordinary. There's the natural beauty, there's all the fun stuff you can do, but it's the people that have really made our lives different. So to say thank you, the trio with the support of other groups and businesses like Weta Workshop, helping fund We Love Atodora, 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 I don't I'm trying. It's a free it's a free event split into two parts, one for the whole family and another 1890 concert featuring Leisure, The Black Siege, Frank Booker and more. There's even a silent disco part. Now, the key um the key thing that I honestly got out of this whole article of then just being like lol that's funny Gabe Neil's um stuck in New Zealand. I had not seen a picture of what Gabe No, Gabe in, in so long. <laughs> I've literally been sat here looking at him going what the fuck happened to Gabe? What do you mean? I think he looks what? good. No? He looks amazing. No, he looks amazing. Like, I think he, is, he actually looks, looks like that. Like, he looks like he's lost like, a heap of weight since I last saw a picture of him. And, massive amounts of weight. Yeah. It's like New Zealand. I don't know if it's all the New Zealand. <laughs> I'm presuming this is before, but yeah, that, that was my key thing. Like I read this article. And I was like, how does, like, we never hear about Gabe at all. You never see pictures of him. You never read about what he's really doing. Like, as the head of one of the biggest, like, gaming companies in the world, Valve, the time, you never hear about him the, or see him. The only time I ever used to see him was, like, once a year when I watched the Dota 2 International. Just the, uh, where he did the like, one speech. He, he'd rock up and do a speech yeah. every year. Like, he it's what he'd always do. Um, but, yeah, holy crap, he looks amazing. Yeah. He's stuck in New Zealand. Maybe he'll just stay there now. <laughs> I mean, at this point, why would you leave? Yeah, exactly. No. I think, I don't think why would you actively choose yeah. to go <laughs> to back to America? Yeah. Right, that's a very good point. Yeah. So I just thought that was a funny little story. And uh, Kieran's exact reaction is what I had when I saw the, sto- the story pop up in uh, Twitter uh, yesterday, whenever it was. I was like, what the fuck? That's game new. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got to, I'll tie this in something. So firstly, RIP Mixer. Moment silence. Officially, oh. It's officially done. That's why they didn't talk about it on this Xbox showcase. Actually, <laughs> this is not something you joke about. We're saying RIP. We had a moment of silence. And you had to ruin it. And actually it. memed over the Come top on. of it. <laughs> I was being respectful. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I was being respectful to Mixer. You know? People have you lost can edit their it out. Pouring one out. Hurt, you hurt Mixer's partner's feelings, you know? Thinking about the loved one at home without Mixer. He's now dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the Wolverine mil- meme like, when they're looking at a picture. Of the yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then in uh, big news, because people, I, I, this is how I'm tying this in. Everyone's freaking out over Mixer closing and being like, oh no, now we all have to go is to it, Switch. It, is it, Look, it's not closing. It's like getting rebooted. No, it's dead. Gaming, so. No, it's, it's, no, it's dead. dead. So to, and the name is dead, but the spirit lives on. And then all these people. It doesn't, though. All these people left Mixer and they were like, oh, we all have to go back to Twitch now. Twitch is already ca- uh, crowded with people. We're not going to be able to make a name for us there. We had our audiences. Now we're just going to be nobodies. Now, to make matters worse, Logic has quit rapping to become a Twitch for stream <laughs> full time. So, <laughs> being- man. Terrible timing for everybody. VG247 writes, American rapper Logic known for tracks such as Homicide and 1-800-273-825-55. Recently announced that he was quitting rap to sign a multi... Uh, you know those things? Like, love that song, listen to it a million times. But you say it and you realize, like, never had to say that out loud. No. And also, their um, 
like our Beyond Blue number is completely different. So like if the, if it was an Australian rapper, it would be like one three five 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 whatever it is. Um, recently announced he was quitting rap to sign a multi million dollar streaming deal with Twitch. The news comes from a recent interview conducted on The Verge. According to the report, Logic has been streaming on Twitch since about two thousand fifteen and said, um, "I'm not this rapper guy, man. I'm just a nerd. I love video games. Uh, I'm blessed enough to have millions of fans and followers." I'm going to bring new eyes to their service, going to be bring new money to my bank account. And I'm just kidding. But according to the report, he's not joking. This is a multi-million dollar deal that we'll see Logic turning in, uh, tuning in uh, regular streams each week, which is something he already did anyway. Uh, he continued saying, quote, this is the place where if you want to interact with me, you're going to be doing it here. I'm going to be on Twitch having political debates. I'm going to be on Twitch helping people after they've had a hard day uh, protesting or political debates. Unwind, laugh, and smile. And if you want to know how I feel about the world, you listen to my music. So apparently he got paid. That yeah, we don't know the official number. Of he course. would have been paid. A, it'll be a big. Yeah, number. apparently he got paid. Yeah, as I say, millions. He got a multi. They cleared. Dollar. Let's be honest. Twitch cleared up a bunch of money by you know banning Doctor Disrespect. Maybe that's what it was for. They banned him to. We still don't know. So that was the- it's like that was what that was one of Logic's demands. Yeah, ban that guy. Listen, get me on. It's fine. Get me. Yeah. What do you, What do you think? It's fine. It, it's it's great that Logic has finally come to Twitch. Is it? Well, here we hope so. Give me a real answer because Ash is like a fucking meme box. How do you feel about <laughs> uh, like big name? Uh, celebrities getting paid multi-million think, dollar deals to stream exclusively on Twitch. I think it depends on. It, I think it depends on the celebrity. I think for me, I think Logic's okay, but that's only because I've gotten used to Logic with just understanding that Logic is fully parts of kind of the gaming community and the nerd pop culture community. With like you know his relationship with Critical Role and the cast members of Critical Role and um, his interaction with that kind of world and then the gaming world in general. I think it's. For me, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, there's uh, AFL football player Mitch Robinson has um, been doing deals. Yeah. For, he's just signed with HyperX as being part of there because he streams a lot and he's now part of the HyperX team. Um, I think it's fine. Like, honestly, I think these people need, you know, it's why not branch out and do other things? If they're actually committed to it and they're actually wanting to do it, like I think for Logic, he's already shown over a period of time without this deal that he loves doing Twitch and he loves interacting with people on the brand. I'd be a bit weird if like somebody who's never streamed a day in their life is all of a sudden given a massive deal to go and start streaming. I would then I'd be a bit weird. But if people are like, you know, the amount of people that you like, wait, you Twitch stream? Holy crap. Like just random people that just like random celebrities that interact with their fans that way, I think they're doing it and they're wanting to do it full time like more more money to more power to you well yeah he um he he's quit rapping because he's having a child soon so and i, I don't know if he said but in my mind i figured the reason he because he said he wants it like he wants to stop so he can uh because of the child so i assumed it was to do with like the lifestyle well, of to having f- to tour and uh, that too that but stuff. didn't it didn't his last album say the next one was going to be the last one? He did, but was that a couple you know, of albums ago? People always <laughs> say that sort of thing, you know, like oh, I'm retired. Yeah. You know, John Farnham's always out here on his last tour. Who knows what's happening? Yeah, John, <laughs> you know, he's, st- he's still going around in concert halls right now. Right now, this is my final tour. Yeah, my retirement. He didn't stop retirement tour. Yeah. Look, as long as the final tour never ends, you're fine. That was one of my jokes, my, my favourite jokes, because as a child, all I remember is seeing adverts for John Farnham's re- retirement tour throughout the, pretty much my entire childhood. 
And then at some stage yeah. when I got in high school, I remember seeing another one and being like, I've seen these my entire life. I'm now at the stage yeah. where I can go, what the fuck? This guy's a con artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What, what do you think, yeah. Ash? Logic, Twitch? No, I mean, it's good. Obviously, Logic, he's a great dude. Does a lot of good stuff. Uh, multi-talented. He's got a book as well as doing all these rap stuff and all these other stuff. So, yeah, I oh. believe he's done like he's been at other presentations and that kind of stuff. And he's been involved in like Fortnite events and that kind of stuff. So it makes sense. We'll see. He, I, don't, I don't think he's going to have a huge effect on the people coming over at Mixer, but uh, no. he's got his own fan base. No, no, no. My tie-in was people always freak out like there's a there's a certain amount of ants in the farm. And then if you bring in bigger name right. celebs and they're, t- they're like taking away viewers that but I, I don't buy into yeah. it. Like it, it's something no. you, always, you only ever see new streamers or smaller streamers saying like, oh, the more bigger people on the platform, the more chance, less chance I have of getting viewers. But I, I think that's you a whole should bunch think of it. You blow. should see it the other way around. You should think of it as more eyes on your platform that you have an opportunity to bring to your channel. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. flat out. That's, that's what it is. Like that's, you know, just look at it that way and be a bit more optimistic about it yeah uh and then finally uh we're going to run through the mini nintendo direct uh there's not much here to discuss because i know i don't think either of you because it was mini well, yeah that too but i'm just going to run through stuff and then i want to uh my main point is just going to be like why'd they do this so they <laughs> now what they did announce was they announced that uh, hayden uh, sorry Cadence of Hyrule is getting a physical release, but it's also getting a bunch of DLC. There's a season pass for it. Uh, the first DLC is coming out. Um, da, 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 I don't think it's the see date, date here. Anyway, they're doing a whole bunch of DLCs for it. I may or may not get the DLCs. I enjoyed Cadence of Hyrule back uh, when it came out. What was it a year? It must have been early, early last year, I think, is when it came out. Uh, really cool. Fun game. Uh, then they had a Rogue Company uh, trailer, which... They then showed this off again during Jeff Keighley thing right before Xboxes or something. Or no, it was during the no. They had this and then they had the Jeff Keighley uh, dev showcase after the, the Nintendo thing, and it was there as well. This game's getting pushed mm-hmm. hard. It's from the developers that make um, uh, what's that MOBA? That's like a third person one. I think it's from them. Uh, whatever the fuck that's called. I don't Smite. Hmm. Sm- yeah, Smart. I think it's from yeah, I think it's from those developers. I think it's from the Smart developers. Yeah, right. Hybrid Studios. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and um, this road company game is just getting pushed hard at the moment. So they they had something here. It's on every platform. It's on PC, PlayStation, Xbox. It's on Game Pass, Switch. I believe. Yeah, it's fucking everywhere. Uh, then they had a WWE 2K Battlegrounds trailer. It's coming <laughs> to Switch. Yeah, get excited. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three uh, is getting remade. Um, sorry. Tensei 3 is getting a Switch release. And then mm. there was the Persona thing in here somewhere, but it doesn't say it here. No, there was no Persona thing. What? It's just Shin Megami Tensei. I thought it was called Persona. It's no. Like, I thought or was it was Colin. No, it's Shin Megami Tensei 5. Yeah, okay. There was no Persona. Okay. I was checking. I was scared there for a second. <laughs> and then they announced Shin Megami Tensei 5 is coming to Switch. And I already announced this. Uh, like a year or so ago. I think it was the first time I've seen it in ages. Anyway, all in all, the thing that stood out to me was Kane to Hyrule DLC that I may or may not play. But my, here's my thing. Let me boil it down. My opinion on this. If anyone, Nintendo's listening. Don't do any more 
of these mini drakes. And it's not because I went into this expecting uh, more because they did announce it ahead of time. They were like mini direct games from our third party partners. So, you know, I, I went in expecting third party games. Oh, they also said previously announced games. So it was, it was, you were, yeah. you, there was no way it was getting new games. We was just getting updates and trailers for stuff we already knew about. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. And it was announced like 12 hours before. Yeah. So you knew that it wasn't going to be anything major because there, there was no hype to it or whatever else. So that's not my problem with it. My problem is I don't understand why you why? do this. <laughs> like I, I actually do not have any reason why they should, that, that, that they did this. I think they should have just either hold these because and combine them into a big one called a Nintendo Direct. That's what they called them back in the day. They'd go for like half an hour. And you'd see these in them amongst other bigger things. And that's what they did. They called them Nintendo Directs. Interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so my idea is stop the mini Directs and just make a Nintendo Direct when you've got more. No? Maybe they're just (laughs) trying to seem like, uh, give the off the kind of presence that they're being more active during this kind of summer game fest period. But it, this is my thing. This this thing really annoyed me. I think. I think they were contractually obligated. By who? Like 2K and whoever the other developers are. Yeah, fuck all that. Hey, you're going to promote our game in your direct. Fuck that. At E3. This, which didn't happen. Here's my major problem with with this. Nintendo's problem, when you're looking at the rest of the year that Switch owners have, is that they currently have no games. They have no games coming, mm. right? That we actually know of with a solid release date that anyone gives a shit about. They have absolutely none. So, uh, and this mini direct does not do anything to to help with that because they're all just a bunch of third party games. And also, the majority of what was even in this that's not actually first party games still isn't coming till next year. Shimagami Tensei next year. Shimagami Tensei next year. WWE fucking who cares. Um, Rogue Company, it's on everything. No one's getting excited. Ten people are playing it on Switch. Kane's Hyrule gets DLC. That's literally the coolest thing in this. But again, it's just DLC. Like, I don't understand why they did this mini direct. I don't get it. And I hope they don't do another one. That's my review of this. You want to hear my this my score for this whole thing is two. Two out of ten. Get the fuck out of here. Eight minutes? I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting because they did do another mini direct back in uh March. That was 20, 28 minutes long. What was that? What was in it? Uh, th- that wasn't called Mini uh, Direct. Xenobay Chronicles. No, it was called Mini Direct Mini. Okay. That's what the YouTube video says. Uh, there was Animal Crossing, Good Job, Catherine Full Bodied, uh, King's Bounty 2, Bravely Default 2, Clubhouse Games. Okay. Uh, and then the... Pokemon expansion past information and a bunch of other stuff. Okay, so Star Wars right, Jedi so, Knight okay, Jedi Academy. So if that if that's a if that's what they call a mini direct in March and the, the, it has all that in it, the bars here they then come out and they're like, oh hold on, this is yep. our mini direct now. It goes for eight minutes and they've lowered the bar but all the way down to the it fucking. It was a dirt. partner showcase. Yeah, no, that was the disclaimer. But I just said so, like yeah. I, there was not enough in here to warrant this. It seemed like this is good. That's my thing. Do you know? What? It's crazy that we haven't had like a proper Nintendo Direct since September last year. That is crazy. But I do believe it. 
because it's been so, you know, you know, when you, I feel like, you know, when it's been really long since something, right? For the first couple of months, you, you reach a stage where you start noticing, you know, when you first notice, you're like, Hey, that hasn't, that thing hasn't happened for a while. And then you kind of forget about it for like another month or so. And then you, you suddenly remember again, you're like, that thing hasn't happened. Nintendo, Nintendo being wacky Nintendo. No, it just hasn't happened for a while. No, just I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they're going back to Wii U, Nintendo. Oh, please. They're just all no. They just place. don't have any games. Yeah, that's the and problem. Here's my thing. Let, let, let me wrap up this. This we'll head towards the end of this episode by saying this. So to clarify, my problem isn't like if if they came out and they're like, "Hey, we had plans for lots of cool stuff." COVID has absolutely fucked us. And, you know, put that in PG words. But if they came out and said that, I think myself and everyone else would be like, fair enough. Okay, cool. cool. But I think the fact that they're not saying that and they're just pretending and not they've got something by not saying anything, that's an, that's just just silly. Like, like, you've got the competition over here, next-gen console, next-gen console, event, event, event. Nintendo's like, here's a mini direct. It's absolute shit full of garbage. Please be excited for nothing. I'm over it. <laughs> that's my, that's my, I know I understand everyone in the fucking, yeah, shut up. Paper Mario just came out. I'm well aware that Paper Mario came out. I said for the Paper rest Mario of the year, out. the rest of the year, I said there's nothing. But what so, about Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is massive. Yeah, I know, but what's out later? In here? It's huge. So like when everyone's like massive. PS5, Xbox Series X, PC players are like, they don't count in this conversation because they never count in this conversation. Nintendo fans are like, I've got... <laughs> fucking, I've got something, all right? I've got Kane's a horrible DLC. Fuck yes. Get excited. Get, look, yeah. really, this whole segment is just me leading up to saying, where's a Bayonetta 3 release date? You know what I'm saying? Here's <laughs> <laughs> a Bayonetta. So Bayonetta. Working Bayonetta, Bayonetta like, sorry, don't they That's have never like coming two... Out. Don't they have like two other projects to do before Bayonetta? They're like four other projects. Four, like four or five? Yeah, but they're going to cancel like two and then they'll announce another one and cancel that and then they'll announce another one it'll come out they'll be bad. They'll announce another one they'll get moved to a different team. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Bayonetta 3 is just never coming out. No, that's coming. That, yeah. you, know, you want to talk Tell about obligations? They're obligated to put that out. Nintendo will fucking... <laughs> I'll say Mario Bayonetta 2. 3. Mario Bayonetta, knocks Bayonetta up 3 is safely on her shelf. She's on a nice little shelf mm, all no. to herself. Just if Platinum, if Platinum about, don't like, deliver that game, the they're going to have a plumber rock up on their fucking front door and he's going to be wearing overalls and wrench and he's ready to, to kill some motherfuckers. <laughs> know what I'm saying? It's wow. a me. <laughs> fucking it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> all right. I feel like we've all had enough dealers right. for the week. So, uh... Thank you for joining us on Arcade Couch this week. Don't forget, you can always listen to the show by putting your headphones in and listening to the show. You can find us on Twitter going to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. That takes you to a Twitter list of all of our Twitters there. You can follow them all very easily. You can let us know on Twitter how you felt about things. Or you can email mail at explosionnetwork.com the subject line Arcade Couch to let us know how you felt about the things. And uh, until then, we'll see you here. Same time, same couch next week. Ooh. Don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening and you can drop a review if you can. Find more great shows like this and more content over at ExplosionNetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our Ko-fi page by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. Thanks for listening.